Hello, and welcome back to the Well Woman podcast. I am Ashley LeClaire, mental health and resiliency coach and consultant and owner of ALC Wellness. And I'm Dr. Laura Pfeiffer, naturopathic doctor, founder of the Period Passport online program and her time of the month membership. Are you sure? (laughs) I'm sure. I'm here. I'm here for it. Um, Today we have another video. This is what we're doing now. We're here. Yes, this is what we're doing. So this is our our second official video for the Well Woman podcast so that we can make sure that it's shared on different platforms, including um, Dr. Laura's YouTube channel. So make sure that you're checking it out in that space if you like the video content. Otherwise, don't worry, we still got the audio option for you wherever you um, listen to your podcast. So it should be nice and easy to access. And then you get to see our face and interact with us a little bit more. see how we uh, engage with each other. Sometimes it's a bit of a joke, but it works. So anyways, this episode today is going to be mostly Dr. Laura. So I'm going to kind of sit back, relax, put my input in where I can, but she is by far the expert on this topic. So take it away. Yeah. And we always, we always say we alternate kind of like who, who owns the episode, who runs the episode and the other one just kind of supports. That's what we're here for is supporting each other and really empowering and educating you guys. So that's really what we're, what we're here for today. We're talking about fertility trackers. Now we were going to expand the topic to fitness, fertility and overall health, maybe like mental health. And then Ashley saw that I got into a a really deep, long rabbit hole of fertility trackers. And we realized that the content would just be too much if we, if we expanded it. So we may talk about no one. Yeah. We may talk about others uh, later, but today's topic is fertility trackers. So if that's your jam, you're in the right spot. I'm going to talk about my favorite ones. I'm going to talk about the ones that I found online, the ones that I think are worth the money, the ones that I think are not worth the money and what each one does. So we're going to talk about, let's first, like, let's just, before we get into it, like, how's your week been? How are you? What's new in ALC? Um, yeah, it's been good. ALC Wellness has um, actually been so for actually probably most of you don't know this part of my business because it's not something I, I talk a lot about on social. Um, but I do a lot of um, work with uh, bigger corporations. So around workplace wellness, mental health and specifically resiliency. So I have been um, pitching to quite large organizations lately, which is really exciting. Um, So that's an an important part of the work that I do is supporting companies to better take care of their employees. So it's been a, it's been a big actually few weeks for ALC in that, in that sense and working with lots of great individual clients. My teenage clients are keeping me, um, (laughs) keeping me young, keeping me hip. Definitely not hip. They hate when I use that word. Um, But yeah, so it's been okay. How about you? Good. I'm, I'm, I just want to say congratulations on, on your big corporations because I am so, so happy for you. It's amazing. I know. I wish I could like say who they are, but I can't. (laughs) Uh, I love the work that you do and I know that you'll be able to make a huge impact with those. So I'm super happy for you in all the work that you've put in to serve these, these companies. So amazing. Uh, Ashley is serving one-on-one clients. She's serving corporations. So I love that. Uh, in the Laura Pfeiffer world, we're kind of 
things are going good. Uh, her time of the month, our membership had our first live webinar. Um, so we spoke about at the last week of January, we did our live session. Uh, so that is available for members to watch live or rewatch. And any new members can actually see all of our live sessions that we've ever done. And we did uh, all about detox and hormone health. So we got a really jam-packed session there. I was super excited for everyone who was able to join live, who was able to watch the replay. Uh, if you're not in our membership, uh, our membership also has a community. And this community, I do weekly accountability check-ins. I post all of my webinar dates where you register for that. We're there to ask questions. We're there to support each other and kind of whatever we're going through. So posting your goals, posting your accountability, that's all part of it. So we had our first first session. So yay. Um, yay. That was fun. And it just your menstrual Mondays are super cool. My menstrual Mondays are fun. And I was just going to say, I um, just got my period. So I'm wearing, <laughs> my, <laughs> I'm wearing my period underwear for the second time. And I mean, I mean, getting back to like, anyways, I have my period, everyone. It's announced. Everybody knows I have my period. Um, I'm wearing my period underwear for the second month and I'm actually really liking them. But if you didn't see our episode or listen to our episode, you were supposed to see it. It's, you can't. Okay. You, messed up. you can only listen to it. It's all about our period products. And Ashley spoke about reusable pads. And you know what, Ashley, I've been really thinking about it and I think I want to get them. I don't know. Yeah, give it a shot, girl. I'm easily swayed with those sorts of things. Like if it's good for me and it's good for the planet and it's healthy. I love mine. I thought I've not it. spent a cent on period products in years. Yeah. And I, and I was just also thinking like I was finding cute ones on Etsy. You made me go to Etsy. <laughs> um, I know I laughed guys. I laughed when she told me it took me, it took me by surprise. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. Like that's just what it is. Um, I actually had, I actually had a new patient say to me, like, I listened to your episode and like, that was a funny story about your diva. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We're spilling it all here. Anyways. So we went on literally a spilling it all. I'm spilling it all. So <laughs> if you want, if you want to like be in the know on that, look at that episode, listen to that episode. Um, but today we're talking about periods. Also, we're talking about trackers, uh, but I want to get cloth underwear, underwear, <laughs> pads, pads, um also I saw on Etsy that they come with like a little wet bag so yeah I, yeah I forgot to mention that I can get a wet bag so like set yeah, it so you put your dirty ones in it and you just take it home with you and put it in the wash maybe I can get behind it okay maybe I can get behind report it. back I will I'll let you guys know because obviously like I'm letting everyone know everything about my <laughs> life now so here we are um so trying my period underwear for the second month Loving it, feeling great, feeling fly, you know, all the things, <laughs> feeling hip. <laughs> feeling hip. Oh my God. Okay. So let's get into fertility tracking. So fertility tracking, not only important if you want to get pregnant, let's just like put that out there. We need to be tracking our period if you want to prevent pregnancy, if you want to get pregnant, but also just to understand your general health. So if you are not doing this, if you are not tracking your period, the people that tell me and I say, what day of your cycle are you at? And they like have no idea you need to start. And so that's the first it's so thing. easy. It's so easy. A lot of people are like, oh, I couldn't be bothered. And, and you know what? I understand 
the patients I see at the fertility clinic, I understand because you're going through the ringer and like every month is like a two week wait. And then we have this, this time period where we're trying to conceive and it becomes stressful and it becomes overwhelming. I understand those patients just saying, I'll call you at my day one and then you can figure out the rest of the month. I totally get that. But I think for the general population, we need to be tracking our cycles. So that's the first thing. Now I'm going to talk about the things that I use like right now ongoing. I've always used a couple things. I use Kindara or flow right now. I'm using flow F L O it's a free. Yeah, app. That's what I use too. I use it through my pregnancy. I used it before my pregnancy. Like I've been using it for years. Um, before then I used the app Kindara. The only reason I switched from flow to Kind or from Kindara to flow was honestly because one time that Kindara wasn't opening and it kept crashing. And I just said, uh, like, it just wasn't working for a couple of weeks. And I was like, okay, well, I just need to switch. So I switched to flow. Flow is quite fantastic because you can actually, so it's all free, but you can also pay for it. So I have a patient who paid for it and you put your data in and it allows you, there's a portion in flow that allows you to press print report for your doctor. And oh. they sent me this like long P this was a patient that was trying to conceive. And I had this like PDF document that they sent to me with so much valuable information. That's so great. that was really cool. Um, but you can get a lot of information with it free. So I track one thing that's helpful for me, sorry to interrupt, but yeah. mental health wise, I use that app to track my period and my period symptoms, but I also track, um, my mental health as well. Yep. Because there's like emotional, like you can track your emotions. Yeah. And it helps you determine if you are wondering if you have generalized anxiety or depression, or it's mostly PMS, or maybe yeah. it's PMDD, tracking your symptoms leading up to your period is really yeah. friggin' important. Because Absolutely. then I can say, is there a pattern? Is your depression only triggered premenstrually or postmenstrually? Or is it just all the time and it worsens yeah. situationally? Then we can actually get you the proper supports. Mm -hmm. So that was so important. That was something that I realized. So I've always struggled with um, depression and anxiety. I didn't realize how much more intense my anxiety got um, about a week out of my period. And I didn't realize until I started tracking my period that I could see now I know like when day like nine, so um, nine days out from my cycle, I usually am like, just like holding on tight, here it comes. And I get a lot like my panic attacks increase, my anxiety increases, I've noticed. And it's only because I was tracking. Yeah. And so that's the one thing is not just tracking your period. Like some people are like, oh, I just use a calendar and they put like an X on the day. And right. It's, <laughs> it's like, no, you need to be tracking your symptoms also. Now, if you don't have any symptoms, that's great. Like I can fully tell you, I do not track anything except the start of my period because I just don't have anything. I, I genuinely don't used to though, used to have mood swings, huge pain cramping. I would like be checking them all off spotting, like all the things because it allows you to see how things change. Because again, when we're looking at things changing over time, we may be having, like, if you're having severe PMS or severe cramping, it might be hard to gauge unless you're tracking it. And so this is one thing when I put my patients through my period uh, passport online program, they have trackers. So they know that they can actually compare like objective measures from month to month, because you could be like, last month was crap. And then you get a month later and you're like, this month's just as crap. Yeah. But if you looked and you actually used like a scale and it was like, Oh, last month was a nine. This month was a seven. We're improving. Right. Mm -hmm. Still bad, but we're improving. It's going to be slow improvement. So 
Again, all this to say symptoms, tracking, track when you get your period and also ovulation and discharge. This is something a lot of women don't track because I will ask. So I call it, it's known as egg white cervical mucus. I don't call it that. It's called that. <laughs> it's not like I, it's not my word. It's called egg white cervical mucus. This is our fer fertile cervical mucus. If we do not track that, we are not accurately looking at our fertile window. And so go ahead. And then oh, I have something to say. Pop in what? Okay. So I texted, I just want to stop us for a second. I texted Laura yesterday and I said, it's always so funny when I open my period tracking app and I go, oh, I'm ovulating. That's why I want to hump every <laughs> single man I see. She's like, yeah, it's biological. But anyway, so I'm, she's on her period. I'm currently ovulating. Um, we so, yet. you know what, if we were doing this podcast in the same room, we would both have our period right now. Oh, for sure. For sure. We'd be, yeah. we'd be saved. Yeah. Um, but what I wanted to say was I pretty, pretty much just that I want to hump everyone right now. Cause obviously my body wants a baby. I'm almost 30. So if there's any takers, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she picks up her mic. For those of you who can't see that, she got close. She picked up her mic and put it right to her mouth. You can uh, probably hear. You can probably hear the difference in my voice. <laughs> if there's any takers, um, no. But um, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So, but that made me think. I haven't noticed a change in my mucus, which I usually um, do, but I also haven't been watching for it. So I assume that I'm ovulating because my app is telling me so, but we need to obviously be watching for the change in our mucus because I've noticed a change. Like I know what my ovulation discharge looks like versus, you know, the rest of my cycle. Um, but I just assume I'm ovulating because my, my app tells me so. Yeah. Anyways, continue. Yeah. And, and our app tells us based on purely math. Like if you have a 28 day cycle, now I'm going to just differentiate the, differentiate these two things. Cycle is the entire 28 days. The part that you're bleeding is your menses, right? That's like your actual menstrual period, your menstruation. Sometimes when I say cycle, people think when they're bleeding. So mm. I'll say like, oh, any mid cycle symptoms. And they'll be like, well, cramping day two. And I'm like, no, 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 like mid cycle, this would be day 14 ish. Right. Oh, okay. And so mid cycle is when we should see that cervical mucus. Now what your app does is your app takes, if you have your period every 28 days, smack dab in the middle, halfway between that, your app is going to say you're fertile. And then it'll grab a couple days on the front, yeah, yeah. grab a couple days on the back. There's your fertile window. Now it's very possible. Like I will say my fertile window falls within that every single month, but that's because my ovulation is directly in the middle. Now there are months where it's late and like whatever, but like I am smack dab in the middle. You could be, you definitely could be, but you need to look for those other signs, whether you're using basal body temp, whether you're looking at cervical mucus, I look at cervical mucus. Ashley has her basal body temperature <laughs> thermometer here that she doesn't use. I'm going to just say it right now. She doesn't I'm use just, it. To those of you who are watching us, I'm holding up my thermometer that I bought <laughs> planned on using. Yeah. Used it for a week and then didn't, but you bought it back really in the summer, didn't you? Yeah. 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 Cause you told me which one to like, buy. Oh, do. <laughs> um, so I uh, use that a few times, but I really should get back into it. And, and here's the thing we're going to talk about these trackers, but, uh, basal body temp is only part of the picture. I think in my opinion, cervical mucus is more important. 
that's just my opinion. Right. And the reason I track is because I'm trying to avoid pregnancy. So yeah. that's been like, that's why this temp, this thermometer came into play because I said to Laura, like, I'm not on any birth control. I'm obviously, obviously I'm sexually active and <laughs> whatever that means. And uh, I needed an option to, you know, protect myself a little bit. So that was my go-to, but clearly I haven't been doing that. Well, I'm going to give you some options today. So you can choose, cool. choose your weapon. Um, okay. But the other thing is, I forget. I was going to say something and it was on the tip of my <laughs> I forget. <laughs> Let's move forward. Okay. So there's those trackers. Those are the apps. Those are the free stuff we download. Second, I use my Garmin watch. So you can see it right here. Now my Garmin watch, I haven't had for as long as I've been using my tracker. So it's not as accurate. So it'll say my period's a little bit like like it'll be two days or so earlier than my app. My app is on par with my period. My Garmin will say, oh, your period's coming in two days, but it actually comes in three. So it's almost accurate. I've been using it since um, January. So it's a little bit off, but I do like it because it buzzes and it'll be like, your period's coming soon. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Um, whereas the flow doesn't tell me that. So my Garmin- oh, doesn't flow tells me. Maybe I have my alerts off because- Yeah, you might have your alerts off. But my Garmin like buzzes and like I'm on, I think that it's an, a call coming in and it's like, your period's coming. <laughs> Thanks. I'm like, all right, thank you. So those are the two things I use, honestly. Um, oh, what I was going to say before when I said I forget. Uh, the one other thing I used to use, this was when I was trying to get pregnant uh, and also kind of just tracking my cycle. But I was actually using, uh, it's called Gerotherm. So basically it's a saliva uh, tracker. So it looks like a lipstick. It's literally the size of my lip chap and all you do now, this isn't it. This is lip chap, but <laughs> you basically pull off the cap and there's like a, um, a slide here. So what you would do is in the morning, doesn't matter if you've, uh, if you doesn't matter what time you've gotten up, like you just get up and you actually take a little bit of saliva from under your tongue and you put it on the slide. And then I would just like do my thing, get ready, have a shower, whatever. And then once it's dry, you actually, there's a light and you can actually look through the light onto the lens. Now what's going to happen, hormonal changes in your saliva or hormonal changes will change your saliva. And so there'll be different patterns you're looking for. And so when you're in your fertile phase, you'll actually see, like, it literally looks like lines and it looks like, um, like lattice. Like it'll be lines that are like crisscrossing each other. That's what your saliva looks like. If it's like crystallizing like that, you're in your fertile window. So I actually use that to avoid pregnancy and get pregnant. Since I had my son, I didn't, I haven't used it. Um, but it's something cool that I would actually really recommend. You can find them on Amazon, but there's saliva fertility trackers. I love mine. I loved it. I don't, I don't know why I don't use it now. I've just gotten really good at knowing my cycle. I don't really need to, but early pregnancy with my son, I actually noticed changes in my saliva before I tested positive on a pregnancy test. I was like, oh, that's not what my luteal phase normally looks like. So I was like, I'm probably pregnant. And obviously we were trying to get pregnant. So I knew that was a possibility. Um, but it was cool to see how my saliva changed early pregnancy too. So that's cool. Now, the ones that I've looked up, um, the ones that I recommend in my practice to my patients, so ones who are trying to get pregnant and or making sure that you ovulate. So let's just confirm when we are tracking our cycle, we're preventing, we're predicting ovulation. We are never, never, never confirming it. 
So someone will tell me like, oh, I know I ovulate day 14 because I see my cervical mucus. Okay, well, you do not know you ovulate. You are predicting it, right? Even when you have those ovulation test strips that you pee on, they say positive. It doesn't confirm ovulation. What confirms ovulation is a progesterone sample around day 21 or an ultrasound. Now, you're not getting an ultrasound unless you're going through fertility treatments. So progesterone would be the reason why you would know. So this is why my patients who have had blood work done through me, hormone blood work, I do it on day 21 progesterone because I'm confirming ovulation. I'm seeing how high your progesterone gets after ovulation. If it's over 30, I'm saying, okay, they ovulated. Check, check, check. Great. Um, now there is a urine test. It's called Prove. P-R-O-O-V. It's about $40 US plus shipping. Um, what it does is it comes with a kit. You can buy it in a couple cycles. You can buy it in, I, I don't know, it's like three, four cycles, whatever. But you basically pee on the stick and it's going to give you a predictor. So that, that LH, luteinizing hormone, this is our predictor. So you pee on the stick, you predict ovulation. And then to seven to 10 days later, you pee on the stick from the progesterone one and confirm it. So prove is the only one that I know of that allows you to predict and confirm. Mm -hmm. That's one that I will tell my fertility patients or my patients who just don't want to keep getting blood work. They want to know if they're ovulating to order this online. It is in the U S um, but it's not super pricey compared to other ones. Mm -hmm. Next up is called the Ava tracker. Now this, you might've seen if you follow like bachelor people because they promote this. It's basically a wearable bracelet that you put on. Now I'm just going to start with the price. It's $399 US. Um, and it basically, I looked at how it worked and it looks at your skin temperature. So again, that, that basal body temp type of picture. So that's looking at your temperature as you sleep, it's looking at, and, and I'll tell you why your skin temperature decreases by about 0.2 degrees Celsius after your period. And it rises 0.4 degrees Celsius after ovulation remaining elevated until your period begins. So it basically checks that window. Um, it also looks at your resting pulse rate. Um, your pulse drops by about 1.5 beats during the follicular phase. So before ovulation, and then it increases through the fertile window and peaks in the luteal phase post ovulation. So again, they're using those two measurements. And then it also looks at heart rate variability ratio. Um, so again, this is just the ratio of how your body's going through all of these changes. Also, it looks at uh, perfusion. So it's the passage of the blood through the circulatory system. It's lowest at the start of the fertile window and highest in the luteal phase before you get your period. And then it looks at your breathing rate, which al also is lower at the start of the fertile window and higher in the luteal phase. Hmm. So these are all the things that Ava wow. looks at. Um, but also, I just found it interesting that they said Ava is not for women with irregular periods or for those looking to prevent pregnancy. <laughs> Okay. So who's it for the perfect girl? Well, and that's that the doesn't thing. exist. <laughs> well, and that's the thing I'm like, okay, so, but if your periods are that bang on and that regular, then it should be easy to know your fertile window without needing all of these measures. I think it looks really fancy. I don't think it's worth it. Honestly, I probably, I wouldn't get it. I wouldn't recommend a patient gets it because it's just get a thermometer. Yeah. So I think at 399 us, it's not worth it. Agreed. Um, and you see everybody in the bachelor, like influencing it, right. Influence influencer marketing, selling it, whatever it's called anyways. Um, but that's that, uh, there's one called Daisy, like D A Y S Y. This one is 
299 euros. What's the version? I'm pretty sure it's more than US dollars, euros. I thought they were, I have no idea. Well, why don't you look that up? Okay, I'll look that up. You keep talking. So Daisy is a thermometer. That's it. It measures your temperature every morning. So they're it's 463 Canadian dollars. Yes. And it's a thermometer. And they say every morning upon waking, measure your basal body temperature under your tongue for 60 seconds. And that's it. That's what this thermometer does. And I bought it on Amazon. Yeah. And the only difference between Daisy and that is that Daisy connects to your fancy app on your phone. So it puts your temperature in. This also has an app. Yeah. I have to put the temperature in myself. It takes 0.2 seconds. Yeah. And on their website, uh, they said accuracy can be impacted by now, again, these are all things that are impact that impact, uh, basal body temperature, stress, time zones, sleep amount, alcohol, weight. So we're just going to guess. Yeah. So it's not super accurate and you're paying $400 when, how much did you pay for your ovulation thermometer? Um, I definitely under 40. I'm trying to remember if it was like 40 bucks or if it was like $20. Okay. I definitely wouldn't have paid more than $40. Yeah. And usually you'll find them in Amazon under for under $60. I would say on average under $60. I saw one at Walmart for 30 bucks. Like there is a lot of different ones. Like I said, like I said, basal body temperature isn't my favorite method of, of monitoring your fertility just because of the inconsistencies of, of it, just in general, if if that's the only thing you're using, how much? This one looks like it was $15. (laughs) And I mean, some women actually just use a regular thermometer. Now the difference between a BBT one and a regular one is there's a couple, there's an extra decimal point there. So you can get more accurate readings. Um, but I would say that based on what impacts basal body temperature, I would say, I don't think it's worth it to invest in something that only looks at that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sure can be sensitive. That's fine. But even on their website, they talk about how it can be inaccurate if you don't get enough sleep, if you're stressed, all the other things. Right. Um, now there's a couple other ones and I'm going to, I'm going to end with the one that I really, really like. So there's a couple other ones. One is called OvuSense, and I actually have a patient who uses OvuSense. Um, it's it's interesting. It's like a sensor that goes in your vagina every night. Oh, so wait, it, and you leave it there overnight. It is. Um, it almost looks like a tampon, but like almost like a robotic tampon. <laughs> so you put it. You insert it at night, you sleep, and it measures your core body temperature every five minutes. So a couple things, like, would you use this? If I was like really trying to get pregnant and having a hard time, absolutely. I would do anything. Yeah. If it was just now to like avoid pregnancy, like I am now, no. Yeah. And I kind of was like, oh, I probably wouldn't use it even if I was trying to get pregnant, uh, it measures your core temperature, which again, the temperature theme we see, we know there's temperature changes with ovulation. That is something we know, um, overnight, probably more accurate, uh, because it's getting your temperature every single five Mm -hmm. minutes, which is fine. My drawbacks from this one. So this one's actually a good one. Like I would do it. I would get it. I, I didn't write the, the price. I'm just going to check how much it goes for. 
because I kind of got order now. Let's see. $169. Let's see. So $169 with the OVSense, sorry, OVSense starter pack with free two month standard subscription. So I guess you need a subscription. And the starter pack with 12 month standard subscription is $399 Canadian. And with 12 month subscription is $599 Canadian. And for the 12 month one, standard subscription, you have to pay $23 a month for an extra 10 months after that. Okay. So it's like a monthly thing. That's a lot. And it looks like it, it literally looks like almost like an egg with like a tail. Like that's how you would take it out. Right. Oh, okay. Um, and it comes with a little baggie. Again, it comes with an app, but you have to pay for it after. Do I think it's worth it? I think if you want to invest in that way, sure. Um, it's looking at your core temperature. Yeah. I was wondering, like, I didn't see any information on how to clean it. Yeah. So I was wondering how it gets. It's kind of a pain having to clean it every day and then having to put it back in every night. And like, yeah. well, that's what I was wondering. Like how, A, how is it, how is it cleaned? B, how often um, does it impact the microbiome? You know, me and the vaginal right. microbiome. Yeah. True. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. And then the other one is just, it's inconvenient. Yeah. So that was my, my two, two cents on that. I also saw one that was very interesting and I don't even know, I couldn't even find a price. It doesn't look like it's available, but I found it on a website that was talking about the best fertility trackers. And this one's called early sense. Okay. Uh, so the, they toted theirs as their first contact free fertility tracker. Like they didn't have to, you didn't have to do anything. It didn't have to touch you at all to like track your yeah. And the way it works, and I don't know the science behind this. I couldn't find anything. So if anyone knows how this one works, please let me know. But you put it under your mattress. No. Like, what's this, the princess and the pea? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sorry. Like, can There's you find behind it because it doesn't work? You can feel the pee that it's like, anyways. I don't know um, what, but apparently it tracks your heart rate, your temperature, your sleep, and your vitals. I'm like through the mattress. And then I'm wondering like, what is the technology that is going through our mattress? And that is like, on well, and how intense, if it's actually able to penetrate through the mattress, I don't want whatever that is shooting through me. Thank I know. You. Hang on. No, thank so, you. That's interesting. Uh, if anybody knows about early sense, please let me know. Cause I was like, put it under your mattress and I couldn't find anything else on it. Mm. But I want to tell you about my favorite, favorite one. I came across this. I don't know why I didn't know about it sooner being in the world that I am in. I should have known about this, but it's called Mira fertility. Have you heard of it? No. So it is 289 us and okay. that, and I'm going to tell you why I think it's worth it. Um, now, what it does is it tracks two hormones. Now, some of the ovulation trackers, so I keep mentioning LH. So let's quickly run it through. First half of the cycle, we have estrogen. Estrogen goes up and up and up. LH is our trigger. We ovulate after LH. Our egg actually makes progesterone. So it becomes a corpus luteum. Corpus luteum makes progesterone. Then we kind of withdraw bleed when we don't get pregnant and it all starts again. So yeah, it makes total sense. I totally knew that. Like <laughs> You just zip through it like it's like the most no. easy to understand thing in the world. Anyways, okay, thank the only you. Reason why I zipped through <laughs> it is because my whole my only point for this podcast is LH and estrogen. 
right? Okay. These are our precursors to ovulation. And okay. so most ovulation strips, or I'm going to say all ovulation strips actually measure LH, luteinizing hormone. This is our ovulation predictor. Now Mira is actually a urine. So there's no temperatures involved. It actually only measures estrogen and LH. So mm-hmm. it's got the upper hand because we're not just looking at luteinizing hormone. We're also looking at that estrogen rise because in women with PCOS. So if you have polycystic ovarian syndrome, you're going to have probably irregular cycles, but also women with PCOS have something known as like a false LH surge that continues to happen. The reason why is because women with PCOS have a baseline LH that is high. So they're going to test positive with an ovulation predictor kit that only looks at LH more times than not. And so it's going to say they're ovulating, but they probably aren't. Mm. And so because of that, it's going to be really hard to track their fertility. So Mira looks at estrogen as well. So we can align the change with estrogen to a higher LH rather than just saying, Oh, you peaked. Oh, you peaked again. Oh, you peaked again. We pair it with the estrogen value. And Mm -hmm. so that's why I actually really like this. There are some like clear blue kits that also look at estrogen and LH, but Mira is cool. And I'll tell you why. Um, But basically what you do is you pee in a cup and then you put these, you have these wands. So you have to buy replacement wands. Um, So you dip the wand in and you would put it in your machine and your machine would read the level of whatever it's looking for. So that's pretty cool. Um, you get the actual hormone levels. They, again, there's an app involved. It creates a curve for you. So you get really, really detailed fertility data, which I really, really liked. Um, and this is why I went into the rabbit hole. Cause I was like, wow, I really like this fertility tracker. Why have I never heard of it? And then luteinizing hormone, like I said, it can be measured in urine, but with PCOS, we can have a higher the normal level. So you're going to get these peaks. And so estrogen will really kind of pair that apart. Now, estrogen is part of cycle regulation and all the things I told you prior to ovulation, estrogen levels increase. This allows Mira to look at the estrogen and the LH to really pair that together. Uh, the thing I found really, really interesting. I mentioned nothing else looks at progesterone other than prove Mira has further plans or future plans. They're going to start adding progesterone, Mm. FSH, beta HCG, which is can confirm pregnancy. And so if we look at this from a fertility whole health perspective, if we're looking at it from trying to get pregnant, we have FSH estrogen. LH, those are all really important in our baseline fertility assessment. So if you're trying to get pregnant, that's part of your day three assessment. If we could do that all in urine at home, if you're part of fertility treatments, you know that you're going to the clinic, like literally every three days for your entire month, like blood work, blood work, ultrasound, blood work, blood work, ultrasound. Right. And so if you can do that stuff at home, that would be really amazing. So they have future plans to do that. When they have future plans to test progesterone, that's going to confirm ovulation. So if we did our day three blood work, we were able to find ovulation. We were able to look at estrogen and LH, and then we're able to confirm it with progesterone. Pretty freaking cool. Sounds fantastic. So that one it's is like over my head, but fantastic. Nonetheless, this one is my favorite and HCG can confirm a pregnancy. So Hmm. you go through the whole thing and you have this one kit and all you're doing is buying the replacement wands to test for these various things throughout the month. So sounds like a good investment. I think it's pretty cool. I think out of all of them, this one is the best investment. This is the one I would purchase, uh, other than getting your basic run of the mill thermometer, looking at your investment of like $15. I think it's really great for what that is. And looking at, I mean, downloading a free app really in summary, if you have your Apple watch or your Garmin, that is a great place to start. 
But if you're looking through all of these other, this sea of fertility trackers, I haven't even touched the surface. This is just some of them that are out there. Make sure you're doing your due diligence. Ask me if you have any questions, uh, because I don't want you investing in something that isn't worth your while. Absolutely. That was very helpful, Laura. Very helpful. I'm glad because I had fun finding all of these things. I can tell you're very passionate about this. (laughs) There were, there were more. But I just was like, you know what? We have to cap it off at, at some. If you have questions about specific ones, please let me know. Uh, but there is there anything you want to add before we wrap up? No, not at all. That was so interesting. And I'm just, I've learned even so much about my own cycle throughout that. So thank you. Cool. Well, this has been the Well Woman Podcast. As always, uh, make sure you follow us on social or make sure you subscribe, rate, review this podcast. It helps us out. And as always, share, 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 and like on social media. Please do. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys.